I love that song. <laughs> what a great, great blessing. Love it. Been singing that song and now a little twist to it and uh, it is uh, well with our soul this morning. It is good to see you. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to turn this microphone over to my lovely wife. I know that now after 22 years, you see her standing beside me. Uh, you probably wished every time I got up to speak, she would have got up to stand beside me because I do realize I overmarried and I look a whole lot better with her standing beside me. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Ronnie asked us uh, a couple of months ago as we knew things were transforming as they are uh, that we would take this day and uh, as a couple we would share with you some things on our heart. And so uh, Sheila has prepared and she's going to do the first part of, of our time together and uh, I know you're going to be blessed with, by what she has to say this morning. Thank you. Good morning. Many years ago, Mark and I were in a direct sales business where we learned a lot about dealing with people. One of the key statements that the chairman of the board often said was that we should put the praise in the proper place. So that's what I want to do this morning. If you watch movies, you know how they roll the credits at the end. If you notice, lots of times the same people's names appear over and over and over. That's because they are good at what they do. Well, I want to roll the credits this morning on a reality show that you guys have been starring in for the last 22 years. No more than the producer could operate without the director or the costume design team and makeup artist or the actors and editors. We could not have operated an efficient and effective church without all of you. So I'm going to take the risk this morning and do some name-calling. Over the years, as Mark and I and our family invested our lives into you, your children, and this community, you have also invested your lives into us, as well as each other and the community. Together, we have set a great foundation, both deep and wide. Without the influence of several individuals, my kids would not be who they are today. To brag, all three of our children are strong Christians, God-honoring, honest, respectable, good citizens that give back to their communities and their churches. They were taught well, and they had many very good examples to follow in this church. One in particular listened to two, a little too close to Tom Grant. When Candace was little, Tom told her that if she ate her carrots, it would grow hair on her chest. So she ate no more carrots and still does not eat carrots today. Thank you, Tom. When we started Golden Corner, there was only a handful of us. So the same people had to cover many jobs. We cannot leave this position as pastor without singing the praises Randy and Lisa, Billy and Donna, Tom and Lisa, Joe and Rhonda, Gladys and Gary, Tony and Lynn, Greg and Martha Ann, Russ and Diane, Pat and Gloria. These couples and individuals helped start Golden Corner Church, 
or they came along very shortly after we started and they have served faithfully all these years. Then about five years in, we gained the help of Ronnie and Lynn, Scott and Tammy, Gerald and Karen, Dot and Guy, Mark and Pat, Elmer and Sherry, Tim and Brandy, and all of these folks are still here serving today or in their other churches, but all still faithful, all still serving. Together, we built a great preschool, conducted some very interesting and successful vacation Bible schools. We went on multiple mission trips to Eleuthera, Alabama, and Pennsylvania. We held fall carnivals, Easter egg hunts, Christmas parades, praise week, marriage seminars, and we worked together in children's church and every other activity that Golden Corner plunged into or that Mark drug us into. But these folks set a great example, and they began a great foundation, deep and solid. Then somewhere along the way, all the rest of you guys joined us. Please don't be offended that I don't call names here because there are too many. It's all of you. More importantly, God knows your name and has kept an account of every minute you served and every dime that you gave. But I do want to recognize our praise and worship leaders. This is the best band and praise team that we have ever had. We have had some good musicians through the years. But all together, these guys are the best ever. But I believe it's because every single one of them live it, not just sing about it. And if you, as you have heard Tim McCall's testimony in the past, you know that he accepted Jesus at Praise Week. He is a direct product of all the efforts that was put into that event. I think one of the greatest rewards here on earth is seeing my children serve the Lord, but also seeing your children serve the Lord. I cannot describe to you the joy and pride I feel seeing Dylan Collins and Jake Black on this stage leading the youth and leading the mission team in Eleuthera. Both of these guys grew up in Golden Corner. I taught Dylan in preschool, and he made me a T-shirt that I still wear today. It has his handprints all over the front. And the back of it says, Miss Sheila, your handprints will forever be on my life. Thank you. And there's a scripture reference of 2 Corinthians 9.15 that says, Thanks be to God for his gift that is too wonderful for words. Dylan is a senior this year and will be going off to college soon. He goes out into the world with a strong foundation and a great servant's heart. But he is just one of many that you have equipped and prepared to spread the gospel around the world. The Eleuthera mission team is a living example of that from this year. Dylan's mother, Lisa, invested her life in teenage, year, uh, teenage girls for many years, one of them being Kristen, who grew up to lead the children's church department here at Golden Corner for several years 
And now together, Lisa and Kristen lead the Lutheran mission team. Tom, Lisa, Rhonda, Joe, Donna, Billy, and Jesse Martin. In particular, all invested many years into my children. And now TJ, Drake, and Candace are all serving and investing themselves into the lives of others. And I want to say thank you to our children's and youth departments for those investments. And while I'm on a roll here calling names, I want to give a huge thanks and much love and appreciation to Lynn Hodge and Brittany McCall. As the pastor's wives, we have been the closest of friends. There has never been one moment of jealousy or strife between us. Never. It is quite amazing, actually, that our husband have, husbands have such stressful jobs, but we've always loved and supported them and supported and loved each other. So thank you, ladies, for being my friend. So going back to the foundation, it does not need to just be deep, but also wide. You know, if you only dig deep, you just end up with a cellar. To really support a structure, you got to go wide too. The larger the structure, the larger the foundation. So this is where you all come in. I urge every one of you to join this team effort and build for the future. As Golden Corner grows, it will need a new foundation laid for the next group. Remember, we're now building wide. Just because you have this gorgeous building does not mean that you have arrived. I hope you will invest as we have done, and then somewhere down the road, you can name those who are successful because of your investment and your efforts. So build deep and wide for the future. In the Old Testament, the old patriarch of the family always blessed the children as he passed the mantle. He placed his hands on, his, on their heads and he prayed for them individually. Well, I can't exactly do that today, but what I want to do is to pass a blessing on to you. As the old matriarch of Golden Corner Church, I want to bless you using the prayer of Jabez that comes from 1 Chronicles 4.10. This may seem weird to you, and if you don't want to do it, okay, but I'm going to ask you to hold your hand to your chest and receive this blessing into your heart. God bless them indeed. Bless every area of their life. Right now, some of them need a touch of peace and emotional comfort through this time of transition. God, I know you can do anything, heal any sickness and cure any disease, but you also provide peace and guidance where needed. God, give them energy during the day and let them perform tasks and concentrate on their work and then rest peacefully at night. Bless their families. Let them be supportive, helpful, and understanding. Make kindness and gentleness flow between them. Help them to be emotionally supportive to the structure of this church and be what this church family needs. Bless them with creative ideas and help them hear you and follow your leadership. Enlarge their territory. Help them accept whatever you have in store for them. Open the windows of heaven and pour out your love in such a way that they are overwhelmed. Cause their faith to grow and dependence on you to increase. Help them to see you everywhere they turn. Shine your light into every corner of their life. 
grant them peace, financial security, and the desires of their heart. Expand their relationships with family and friends. Help them to be all that you intend for them to be. Bless their time together and help them all to see you at work in their lives. Meet their needs in every way. Keep your hand on them. Lead and guide them. Help them feel your nearness. Help them keep their eyes fastened on you. You know what is best, not just good, but best. Open doors, close doors, give a breath of fresh air in every window of opportunity. Don't let them pass up any blessing. Guard their hearts and minds. Be in the center of their lives, their homes, and every decision they make. Lead them in the paths of righteousness for your name's sake. Keep them from evil that they may not cause pain for themselves or others. I know that Satan would love to destroy my friends. I also know that greater is he that is in me and them than he that is in the world. Without your help, they can't do anything. But with your help, they can do anything and everything that you ask of them. Bless them spiritually and emotionally. Don't allow pain, conflict, or weariness to wear them down. Help them be patient and maintain a good attitude. Give them strength even in times of physical weakness. Relieve their stress and anxiety. And if there is a lesson to be learned, help them to see it. And may Golden Corner prosper in the future and be all that you intend for her to be. Amen. I love you. I've stood before you and, uh, and I've kept my head down for a considerable amount of time before I looked up. Those of you that's been around for a long time, you know that. A lot of times it's been because uh, we've just come off a song like it as well and I'm about to cry and, and so I know if I look up and see you eye to eye, I would start crying and today is no exception. This week, a good friend asked me a question, and it was a good question. It was a question from their heart, and uh, I received it that way. And the question was, Mark, I need to ask you a twofold question, and it's this. Are you leaving Golden Corner in good physical shape yourself, and are you leaving Golden Corner the church in good shape. And I didn't hesitate really with my answer. I was able to answer pretty quickly. And I said, yes, I believe so in both cases. And I stand before you this morning and I look at you and I say, guys, as far as leaving Golden Corner in good shape, 
Golden Corner is in the best shape it has ever been to fulfill what God has called us to do. And it is for many, many different reasons. And I want to talk about some of those reasons today that I am so thrilled about the future of Golden Corner Church. One is because of the staff that we have here at Golden Corner. We are so, so blessed. At staff meetings, we sat in the green room and we sat around the table there. It's the round table. Y'all can feel confident. We sat around a round table. And all of our, our great ideas sort of cultivate in the middle and they explode. And they come out to be something really, really great as God has led the staff. I don't know how many of you know this, but Denise has been our office manager for, for a long, long time. And it has been such a great joy to work with Denise. Uh, I've been, been meaning to get a, 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 a plaque to put somewhere in the office so people can see it. And even though I'm leaving, I think the plaque would still be very appropriate. And some of y'all may have seen this before where it says, Would you like to talk to the person in charge or the person that really knows what's going on? Because Denise knows what's going on. And so many times people would ask me questions and I would say, hold on a second. And I would just give them the answer and they would just think I was the smartest person in all the world. But Denise is a great jewel, great gift to this church. And let me go ahead and say this. If you don't know this, Denise's mom's in the hospital. And she's been there a few days. And, uh, and they don't know exactly what's wrong. So, look at me. Y'all will pray for Denise's mom, won't you? Won't you? She needs that. The doctors need wisdom there. And then also we have a beautiful, beautiful young lady that is uh, uh, leading our children's ministry. Her name's Michelle. Michelle's like a daughter to me. Uh, Michelle has been raised in our children's church, our student ministry, became an adult, got married because of a guy that she met here. She called me and she said, Preacher Mark, I'm thinking about Dating Kyle LeVere. What do you think about it? And I went, oh, he's great, Michelle. Whoa, I think that'd be a great idea. And uh, we had the privilege of marrying them. Sheila used to take Michelle by the hand over at our other building over there and walk her across the road to the office area that we were renting that we had children's church. And now Michelle is leading this church and she is doing a phenomenal job. We're so blessed. Jake, our student minister, he's like a son to me. Jake has been raised in our children's church, our student ministry, and now he is leading our student ministry and he's playing lead guitar over here. And I could not have been prouder in all my life than I was the week before or two weeks ago on Thursday night as I watched him baptize so many students. Because of Praise Week and his investment in jaywalkers. And if you are a mom and dad of a student here, you need to have them in jaywalkers. Brock, he's like a son to me. I've watched him grow up. I was talking to a lady this week and she said, When that guy begins to sing, it just penetrates my heart. And I said, mine too. Mine too. And to have Brock with all of his 
wonderful God-given abilities to, to be able to, and I believe as he stood here and said, he prays about the songs and he listens to the words, what a great blessing we as Golden Corner have to have him lead us in worship Sunday after Sunday. And then Tim, he's like a son to me. I've watched him grow up. I do. I've got so many kids. That's the truth. <laughs> I've just watched him. We've watched him grow up. And, and Tim started volunteering here. And then he went part-time with us. And he went full-time with us. And he has wore so many hats. And in every hat that he's wore, he's done such an excellent job. And now as our administrative pastor. And, and guys, listen, this is the way it is. Ronnie and I were praying together the other day. And I was praying for him. I was praying for his back. I was praying for our church and everything. And even though next Sunday will be our last Sunday here, I will still refer to this church as ours. You understand me? I will always talk about we and us. Okay? Even though I may not be here every Sunday. Just needed to say that. But I just watched him. And his heart is so full. He goes to bed and he wakes up thinking about Golden Corner Church. Now Scott is not like a son to me. I did not watch Scott grow up. But I love him like a son. I love him like a friend. A a brother in Christ. And I've watched him since he got saved. Those years ago up in Salem. And I've watched God deal with his heart. And then I I understood that he was going to start the seminary. And God had called him to pastor. And I thought what a wonderful thing. And I've watched him as he's pastored all these years. And then we had the beautiful blessing. Of asking him Toward the end of last year, at the beginning of this year, to start as our our, our pastor of our our groups. And and I was so thrilled to know that Scott was going to be on board with us because I knew what he and his family would bring to our church. But I have to be honest with you, at the same time, Shade Tree Ministries was moving along. And at first, when Sheila and I thought we would just do Shade Tree in our retirement and we'd bring people to our homes and stuff, then it started being evident that there may be a day that it was just going to be to the place where I might have to leave Golden Corner and go full-time Shade Tree Ministries. And as I looked at Scott, I looked at God and I said, God, you're sending my replacement. I did not know it would be this soon, but I knew that if I left Golden Corner, there would be a man there that could take our care ministry and and do such a phenomenal job. Scott, there is nobody I would rather have standing beside my bed or sitting on a pew and praying with me than yourself. And this church is very, very blessed to have you and your family. And I know you're going to do such a great job in everything that you do. And then as Ronnie, uh, Sheila said, just a few years into Golden Corner, God laid on my heart to ask Ronnie to come on board with us. And I said, God, he won't do that. Number one, we don't have any money to pay him. <laughs> Number two, I just don't think he would, would do that. And he kept pressing and pressing. And finally, he and I got together. And y'all know the story, those of you that's been along with, with us or been around with us all these years. 
And Ronnie is one of the best friends I've ever had in my entire life and will always be one of the best friends I will ever have. And to serve with him this past 17, 18 years and to wake up on Sunday mornings and know that I was coming and he was going to preach and I was going to hear from the Lord through him. I, I, God knows my heart as I, I say to you today that every Sunday I come with great anticipation. Of course, during the week, he normally preached the sermon to me several times <laughs> before we got here. So I knew what everybody else was going to get, and I was excited about it. I only have a few minutes left. But I want to say this. Along with our staff, our great trustees, the volunteers that we have working everywhere, and then this great church family together, Golden Corner Church, is the best church that I know. And I, I, I put it in my notes, I put Oconee County or, or, or you know, the surrounding county. It's the best church I know. And it's ready to do great things, continue to do great things for the kingdom. In the beginning days of Golden Corner, I was around 30 years old. I celebrate a birthday this week. I'm celebrating number 30 again. I just left a conference, it was for new church planners in Columbia, and I stopped at a place called the Lizard's Thicket. Anybody ever ate at the Lizard's Thicket in Columbia? I see all you Gamecock fans going, I have, I have, when I go down there and watch the Gamecocks. Lizard's Thicket, it's, uh, it's sort of like uh, Martha's on Main or Country Cupboard, you know, meeting three. And I was sitting there and I was reading over the notes, and Rick Warren had said this, he said, He said that Saddleback Church believes that a great commitment to the great commandment and the great commission will build a great church. And I thought, boy, that's good. And I looked in my Bible and I read the great commandment. It's Matthew 22. It's in Matthew 22. A Sadducee had asked Jesus, what is the greatest commandment? And Jesus said this. He said, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your strength. And the second is likened to it, love your neighbor as yourself. All of the laws that are written are formed around these two things. Literally, I heard God say to me, that's it, Mark. If Golden Corner Church will just love me and love people. Then it will bring about, I mean, love me extremely. Love people extremely. It will bring about everything that you and I have been talking about for Golden Corner, Wahala, Oconee County, surrounding counties, and even the world. And so we adopted at that time loving God, loving people. Another scripture that I've preached to you many times. And goes right along with that is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And it talks about what is love. Now how many times have we said here that God, that love is not what God does but love is what God is. And so the more we fall in love with God the more we learn what love is. But he wrote in his scripture what love is. And he wrote this it says love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It's not proud. It's not rude. It's not self-seeking. 
It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. And now these three things remain. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Now guys, Golden Corner is in the greatest shape that it's ever been. And as I said, I'll say again. It is set and ready to do what you guys are already the result of. Do you, you do understand that, that somebody invited you, somebody touched your life, you became a Christian at Golden Corner, or God led you here and now you're here, and, and we've just got this opportunity just to continue to do that. And, and there has been a part, though, besides just starting Golden Corner, There's been a part that God has had me play. And in the whole scheme of things, it's really just a small uh, part because it's taken, as Sheila said, and as I've said already, it's taken all of you to make the pieces come together. But I believe my part has been for the last 22 years is to try to set an example in front of you of loving God and letting Him just love you back extremely and loving people. As I read the scriptures the last two weeks, I read many times where the writers of the scriptures, especially in the New Testament, and Jesus even, after he washed the, the feet of the disciples, he said this, follow my example. And I, and, I, and I don't hesitate to ask you to do that. Along with everything else that we've got that will make Golden Corner Church so successful, Do that part as well. Love God and love people supremely. So as Sheila ended her part with a blessing on you, I want to do the same for you today. tell you it's the greatest honor in the world to be able to do this and y'all know that I've had some great honors here preaching to you standing with you in in a hospital in Greenville when, when we just didn't know what was going on with our little boy Hugging you as a loved one had passed away. And we did a memorial service for them. Or having the great blessing of of doing a wedding for you or for your children. 
going on mission trips with you and, and doing things like Praise Week and other things here. Can I, I could just go on and go on. I just see all this stuff in my mind of the blessings that I've had and Sheila has had over these last 22 years. But what I'm about to do is such a tremendous blessing for me to be able to do this to you or for you. So, as Sheila asks you to do this, I'm going to ask you to do something a little different. If you're sitting beside somebody that is a close friend or, or a, a family member, something like that, and, and, and would you take their hand? If you're sitting beside somebody, you don't know, you, you don't have to do that. But you can if you want to, but got their hand. Now, those of you that are sitting and there's empty chairs around you, I want you to do something. I want you to just sort of put your hand out like this or like that. And that's going to represent... The blessing on the people that are going to come and fill these chairs. Some of them we know already. Some of them we don't know. But they're going to. And I want this blessing just to pour out upon them as well. So bow your heads with me. And let me pray for you. Lord, I read in the Old Testament, especially, where, like Sheila said, a patriarch, a father of a family, someone that was over that family would reach out and and pray a blessing upon those that he loved so much. Lord, I read in the New Testament where Paul would write to Timothy and he would encourage him and he would bless him and he would say, stay in the race because the reward is so great. And so today, Lord, it is such an honor for me to reach out my hands and from my heart with your direction And your power and and your grace and your mercy, your zeal, your love. Everything that you have, Lord, ask you to bless these people that Sheila and I will call family for the rest of our life. That Sheila and I love Beyond all measure. And Lord just as Sheila has prayed for them. I do ask you to protect them. Jesus said. That the thief has come to steal. Kill and destroy. And Lord I would pray as he comes to their life. To try to steal. Kill or destroy. What you are doing in their life. I pray, Lord, that they would remember the words of Jesus when he said, but I've come to give life and give it to the full. And I pray, Lord, an abundant life upon this family of Golden Corner. Give them courage, Lord, when they need courage to speak love, but even speak boldly, Lord, 
that they, as they share their beautiful witness of the good news of Jesus Christ. Help them to follow Ronnie, Lord. No one besides another pastor knows the pressure. The things that go on in a pastor's life except for another pastor. And I pray that this congregation love on him and Lynn like they have never been loved on before for the rest of their life. Support them and follow them and pray for them and laugh with them and even cry with them. Lord, for those seats that are not filled today, some of the folks here are already inviting people to come. And I pray you touch their hearts and have them come to this wonderful church. Some people don't even know that they're going to land here in the next month, two months, or year. But go ahead and soften their heart and prepare them. And then that golden corner do what it does best in greeting them and loving on them as they come in and teaching them your beautiful word. We're blessed, Lord. We're blessed. And I pray for your blessing. And I pray it in the beautiful name of Jesus. <laughs> and everybody says, Amen. Amen. Can I do this just one more time? Woo! Oh, uh, deal is, deal is, I hope that you feel him down there because I sure feel him up here. You are so beautiful to me. I'm not going to sing to you. Yeah, I am. You are so beautiful to me. Can't you see? You guys have been everything I hoped for. Everything I need. You are so beautiful to us. I love you. You're dismissed. See ya. Dreaming about the things that we.